Oh, general thoughts is the opening? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. I guess I'll direct us with questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Franklin Jonathan. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, is this like an Asian thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm technically Asian. South Asian. East Asian? Is this like an East Asian? Like... As East Asians. It's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Snub, the Vin Diesel of film podcasts. You didn't want to see him in your movie, but now he's in your ears. That's what our podcast is like. Oh, God, that's what that was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was All right. On this podcast, we revive films that don't deserve a second chance and deserve, uh, discuss all things film culture. This week, this movie actually does deserve a second chance. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know snaps. But no snaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, we're going to be talking about Akira, uh, the Japanese anime film. Um, by uh, Katsu. Sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Power, through, power through, power through, power through. Push through, push through. By Katsuhiro Otimo. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is that oh, good? good. It's good. It's you don't even know. See, I was just, even no, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but it sounds good. <laughs> I, was just, I was just nervous, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, This film introduced anime to the West and influenced uh, Dragon Ball Z and apparently Kanye West. Um, I believe that. Yeah, he said that. Oh. He like likes to reference it a lot, apparently. Wow. Never heard it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we're also going to be talking about what weird things we're watching this week. But uh, before that, we're going to catch up and uh, dive into some industry news. Let's also introduce our guest. Oh, this yeah. Fucking Johan. <laughs> oh, God. Yo Johan? This is Johan. Hello. I'm Johan. Sequera. Sequera. Good, good. Welcome. Yeah. Johan's, you, a, Johan's you, a good friend of ours. He's yeah. gonna introduce himself. Oh, okay. yeah, actually Johan picked this movie, so I did, yeah. If we if if uh if we didn't like it, that'll be his fault. Yeah, that will but be my industry fault. news. Uh, yeah, just go on to industry yeah. news. Nick, why don't just you go, go first? On. Just go on. All right. Um big news in the box office. Us became the uh third largest horror film uh opening Ooh. weekend in the box office wow. like of all time. That's behind really? it and um and um, Halloween. Oh, damn. Yeah, both 2017 and 2018. So it feels like horror as a oh, genre is making okay. a little bit of a comeback. The remake, the Halloween remake. Yeah, the Halloween remake, mm. which I'm is strange. Surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised that it was as big as it is. Yeah, it tr that in the opening weekend, it tripled its budget. Budget was like oh, 20 million. Oh, yeah. So uh, shout out Jordan Peele. Good for him. Jordan Peele had a lot of hype, though, from Get Out, I think. Yeah, he did. He did That's have why. a lot of hype. Yeah. That's why. I mean... I, I saw it. It was pretty good. You saw it? I did see it, yeah. I'm going to wait um, until it goes on like Netflix or a streaming service, uh -huh. and then I can watch it during the daytime like with <laughs> windows open. Are you scared? Yeah. Is windows open? Scary. Yeah. You've got to close the windows if you're watching a horror movie. Uh, no. Someone no. could pop through, dude. No, but he, <laughs> yeah, but like he can pop out, though. Nah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the scariest come from the screen, so like, you can jump out the window. <laughs> you know the only time I ever locked my front door this entire year. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say this online, but no, it's, it's fine. fine. Uh, the only time I ever locked it was after watching a horror movie like three days before Halloween. I was just got really <laughs> so spooked. funny. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to lock this tonight. Yeah. Us isn't actually that scary. Oh, no, really? Why wouldn't you say that online? Because now people know that, that my is front door is online. Toxic. Doors <laughs> are toxic. Be gone. <laughs> you, do you get scared by movies, Jonathan? No. No, I really don't. What's the scariest movie you've seen ever in your life? 
Oh my god. I, I I can't say really because they just don't scare me. Do you, uh, do his, you own, his own birth video? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I'd be scared. God. I wouldn't want to watch my own birth video. No, I don't want to see that either. Uh, it's just scary because it was shot badly. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> actually, the lighting kind of sucks. The lighting sucks, bro. <laughs> what is the audio quality? Yeah, why are you what mixing like daylight and tongue light? <laughs> tongue and gas. This is whack. Blood effects garbage, dude. Wait. <laughs> People actually filmed your birth, though. No, no, no. absolutely not. But some people do. Some, some people, people like the do. moments leading up, not like the physical okay. no, crowning. Seen, I think there's like there's. I've like, seen yeah, videos people, of that. People film crowning. You seen videos of that? I mean, for like biology class. Oh, and okay. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I didn't but, know if it was like for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Akira is literally yeah. just a birth. What? This is movie. what I've been watching this week. Um, it's a birthing, birthing video. <laughs> oh God! There's literal crowning. <laughs> Next week I'm gonna move on to home births. Oh, oh, oh that's that's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another thing in the news: uh, Apple announced its own uh, streaming service, streaming platform with original content called oh, TV Plus. Another what? one. Is it yeah. hasn't yet. What is iTunes? Apparently not its own streaming. <laughs> okay. No, but it's basically going to be like sort of the cable box version of streaming service. What is like, you know, the Roku box yeah, or yeah, like yeah. that stuff, yeah. but it's going to be like with the Apple TV thing. Wait, I th- um, yeah, I thought they already had an Apple TV. Yeah. Well, they had, like, this is TV plus. It, oh, with original <laughs> content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's, that's like the, the catch now. Mm-hmm. And okay. they also have like, uh, they also took a bunch of shows like Rick and Morty, of course. Oh, yeah. of course. How, uh, how is he going to win fans <clears> over Rick yeah. and Morty? <laughs> <clears throat> but like, um, what are they showing? What are the original shows? Apparently, they have like people like Damien Chazelle signed on to do an original show, um, and oh. Spielberg. Spielberg, wow. okay. yeah, the original show. Oh. They're like film yeah. directors. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how... I don't know. Mm. But yeah, like, I don't know. Everyone's just trying to get on the bandwagon guess, of this. Yeah. This like, yeah, the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to. The Disney's doing one, now. right? Yeah, yeah Disney's mm-hmm. doing one. But they actually have like all their movies and stuff. So fucking Disney. I mean, um, you know the the line between digital content and like films is is blurring. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it kind of makes sense. It, I wonder if there's gonna be like jazz shit in the new Disney Mr. Cell thing. I guess. Probably. Probably just like a lot of like white white people and like <laughs> <laughs> historically black situations. Uh, <laughs> I want to see more Jake and Simmons though. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. J.K. Simmons was fantastic in yeah. Flash. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's probably my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. I did like Whiplash. Yeah. It was really did good. Did we just fall in love? <laughs> <laughs> I think we did. Uh, so I have news. This episode uh, is sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, though. It's not. Please no, don't sue not. us. Squarespace, please don't sue us. Honestly, I feel like if you said... Sponsored by Squarespace, they just sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor literally every <laughs> What is it? Squarespace, yeah. Blue Apron, uh, uh, whatever. Is it Audible? Audible, Audible. Honey, Audible, yeah. Honey, Honey. yeah. yeah. I don't anyway. think they like sponsor. I think they give them like a discount yeah, code. Yeah, Joe's Big Shoes. NordVPN. <laughs> Wait, is that just Bongra? <laughs> what's, what's the company that sponsors Bongra? The shipping company? Uh, Marty's. 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 This episode is sponsored by Marty's. Marty's what? Honestly, shout out to my boy Marty, dude. He's a good Did guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's always at the show. He quarter cards at the show. Oh, shit. Dude, oh, when shit. you have infinite number of quarter cards, because you literally <laughs> make them. <laughs> I, I, feel like, well, I feel like yeah. this wouldn't make it to the, through the cut, though. Because <laughs> nobody cares what, what the fuck Marty's is. Absolutely not. But it's fine. It's yeah, okay. it's fine. Um, 
Oh yeah, and uh, also uh, Morgan Stanley estimated that Apple's like entertainment aspect, that's including like Apple TV Plus and its mm-hmm. original content, uh, that should earn them more than twenty-two billion dollars well, by twenty twenty-five. That's okay. uh, per the Hollywood Reporter. Good twenty-two billion. Yeah. You don't think there's gonna be like a little oversaturation in the market of all these things, man? Sort of. It might oh, be. I feel like it. I mean, with yeah. Disney and that, but like, if you think about it, it's gonna be—they're each gonna have their own. Like it's, they're gonna. I feel like now, uh, at the beginning, where Netflix was more like a generalized service, mm-hmm. now they're just gonna like niche down. Oh, niche down. You think? Yeah, because with the mm-hmm. Disney one, it's like more niche, right, towards kids. Yeah. But I can't see like people subscribing to like all of these right at once. I could see people. People. There's like a. I've read a couple of articles in the New York Times about like subscription addiction. Oh really? And people yeah. just like, cause like you just forget. Yeah, that's and true. And it's kind of it's yeah. it's market is cheap. Like, oh, it's only ten dollars a month. But if you yeah. think of, I mean, it's like hundred five subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, it's Dude, a lot. It's just like TV channels all over again. Yeah, because cable box, right? Yeah. yeah. Except you get to choose what you watch in that show. Yeah, and no ads. So. So you you think there's gonna be a company that conglomerates like different subscriptions now? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think. They're gonna want to do that. They don't. No, I don't think Netflix will allow yeah. it. I mean, I guess you could like if they all come together as like a subscription package. That's what I'm thinking. That could be a thing. Maybe. Like a su- like we're a, just back a cable. Like, yeah, yeah, like computers. Yeah, but like I feel like that that could happen. Maybe that's kind of like I know, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, because no, I know like Hulu and whatever does like packages with like HBO and Showtime, and like their current cable companies actually do go with a lot of like different subscriptions. That's true. Yeah. Netflix is just like, yo, we're fucking Netflix. We don't care. True. That's weirdly what YouTube TV does. YouTube TV, you mm-hmm. can like add on. You get like YouTube TV base for like 40 a month. And then there's like other things you can add on for like $5. It's, it's like HBO. Showtime. Oh, so it's really? basically just like the TV. It's like the online version of TV. Yeah. Why is YouTube TV $40 a month? <laughs> I don't know. What dude. the fuck? That's so I don't much know. money. I only get it. Um, I make a new account. Um, oh. And I get a free trial for <laughs> oh. the seven days when there's like SNL episode. I can't catch in my dorm. Oh, oh okay. that's yeah. actually reasonable. Yeah, I cancel it like the sixth day. <laughs> Sponsored by YouTube TV. Yeah. <laughs> free trials only. Yeah, yeah. that's the trick. That's the trick. That's, we don't have a code. That's what you do. Just take a free trial. Yeah, just take the free trial and just stop. Uh, mention us? Question yeah. in the no. comment section, I uh, guess. No, don't. <laughs> Okay. Next week's episode is sponsored by the three free scripts you get on Celtex. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cash money. Um, uh, last piece of news that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, does any, actually, does anybody have any other news before I yeah, go? Yeah, no, we, I, have, I have stuff. All right, go I for it. Stuff. Oh, you want to go? All right. So uh, I was looking yeah, around online. Stuff on that. Yeah, I, yeah, it's three things. I, I was looking around online and uh, I saw this uh, game show it was on CBS in 2017. The uh, Candy Crush game show. Oh my god! So they made Candy Crush into a game show. Yeah, you texted us. Yeah, about yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Not Johan. Yeah. I saw it. No, I, I showed him uh, before. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, there's parts of the game show where like, it's like all different surfaces is just like a f- giant phone tablet, and all you have to do is play Candy Crush. But like, the surface is huge, so it's like an entire wall or something. So you just have to like scale a wall, to like touch the screen and match three. <laughs> what? Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, go go go, and then like. They're just like trying to match three or whatever, and then like there's also like one on the floor, and then the one on the floor you're like hanging from the ceiling with a cord, and then you have like a giant stick. At the end of the stick is a finger, <laughs> and you move the stick around and try to like swipe on the fucking floor. What? It, yeah, 
That was a game. It ran for like one season. Oh, just one season. Yeah, okay. How many episodes though was that? It was like, uh, I want to say 10 or 12. 12 episodes. Wow. <laughs> of Candy Crush. On CBS. Jesus This is on like an actual channel. It wasn't like some weird channel either. It's CBS. Like we are channel. here on this earth. Like a real channel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like those weird channels like, I, mean, I don't want to call any out. What channel <laughs> is a documentary now on again? I don't know. Yeah, but it's, I feel like I would find it on that channel or like um, the old, <laughs> the ones that show the old like like mash reruns. Yeah, like uh, it, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like on the Weather Channel or like the Weather Channel has shows. Yeah, like storm chasing shows or something. The, but they're like mostly weather related. Yeah, well that makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um, anything else? Yeah. Um, so apparently, you think that Bohemian Rhapsody was edited poorly? It's no. edited way more poorly in China because they just censor all the gay shit. <laughs> 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 I am not kidding. Wow. Like, this just came out. Like, you just, like, watch it in the theaters or whatever, and, like, they don't say gay stuff. They, like, say, like, special. <laughs> oh my what? God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, you yeah, serious? Yeah. Wow. No, I'm not. And then there's, like, parts where, like, you know, he has, like, a boyfriend in it, right? And, like, they meet, yeah. and then, like, they kiss or whatever. All that's edited out. So oh. this is part where he's like trying to like make sure that his boyfriend comes to the show, but you're not introduced to him earlier. So you're just like, what is this other character? Is that a reporter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just don't know. This is yeah. That's what Freddie Mercury died for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's China. What can you do? Yeah, yeah. And apparently in the Oscars speech too, where like uh, Rami Malek was like, yeah, that we made a film about like a gay man, an immigrant, whatever. They like in the subtitles they like removed gay man. And put like a special group. Wow! Wow! Yeah, mm, but I feel that's like crazy. Yeah, I feel like people in China know though. Do they though? Yeah, I feel like a percentage. I don't of know how know. big Freddie Mercury is. Just well, I no, but like they know about like, like, like so, some of them speak English, right? So they're gonna hear it and they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what you're doing." Mm-hmm, like yeah. they're like there's there's like a good percentage of people who are aware, and like, yeah, like it's just like how, I guess. The censorship is like so widespread, but done kind of poorly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I don't yeah. know why they would want to do that. I mean, the homophobia in China is like less bad than the racism is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about this okay. yesterday. Um, apparently, I don't know if you guys knew, but like in the posters for Black Panther, you know how here it was like, um, it's like the guy. And then, like, yeah, you Chad, see, Chad yeah, Bozeman, yeah, yeah, Chadwick yeah. Boseman, you can see his face. Yeah. And um, <laughs> in China, it's just the mask. What? Oh, they covered man. up his face. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, so they, they weren't marketing it as, like, a black film at all. It was just another superhero another film. Another superhero film. It was film. just yeah. Panther. It was, <laughs> it was called Panther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so wild. And then what happened when no, people it's, went I think to it's, the theaters? I guess it's, like, still and... Black Panther because, like, the suit's black. But, like. <laughs> what? Yeah, but, but like, yeah. So what it's happened when I mean, I, theaters? What I'm thinking is like people like just went, they're like, oh, a superhero movie. And they're like, oh, he's black? Eh. Oh <laughs> you know, like they probably just watch it. Like I'm not, I'm sure like there's a lot of people, I'm not saying yeah. like there's a lot of people who are like not racist, so they just didn't care. But it's just like interesting how like they marketed it because they knew yeah. that like across the population of China, like the way to get more people in those seats is to not show a black face. Okay, so... Is like a regulation board in China controlling the marketing and like censoring all these things? Like they're 
getting like the original film and then censoring it in their own way, or are is Hollywood censoring it and then delivering that to China based on like requests or like in how they believe it's going to be received? Yeah, so I'm speaking with zero authority, <laughs> but like the for the thing with Bohemian Rhapsody, that's probably definitely a regulation board, like a government thing. Mm-hmm. The thing with the Black Panther one, that might be a Hollywood thing. Wow. Because that seems like a marketing move to me. Why even sell to China, though? Because it's such a huge market. I guess. Like, like, all the superhero movies clean up over there. The DC movies. They do. They do, yeah. They they clean up harder than the Marvel movies. Yeah, is that, like, like why Transformers is still alive? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they had the whole Chinese, uh, the Chinese thing. I remember in that movie, they were like, yeah, there was some plot point where it was like, oh, go to Earth's, like, largest city or whatever, and, (laughs) and, like, detonate the thing. And I was like, okay. Shanghai. And I was like, what? <laughs> no? <laughs> That's not even correct. But they just did it to pander to the Chinese yeah, audience. Yeah. So like, There's a lot of yeah. things like yeah. that. Like, have you seen, did you see Meg? Oh, my God. Like, Meg came out last summer or something. It's just about, like, a big shark. Yeah. Like, a megalodon. And they're like, the Meg. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, yeah. Can, like, find a better name? No. But, like, there's just, like, random Chinese people in it. And you're like, yeah, it's clearly pandering. Yeah. Skyscraper? Mm. Made in like it was just in Hong Kong or something for no reason, other than to pander to Chinese audiences. How did Crazy Rich Asians um, do in China? China? Yeah, probably pretty well. Although I um, actually didn't hear actually that much news about it. I don't yeah. think so. You don't think it did that well? No, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Because Chinese people are like, yeah, we've seen enough Chinese people. <laughs> it's just not that kind of film. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, not right. So. Yeah. Wow, were they pandering to Americans with that one? Yikes. Wow. Uh, Open your third eye. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan, do you have any news this week? Oh, yeah. So recently, I was like talking to a friend through text, and they sent me this uh, trailer for a new live-action Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, my God, Um, I saw that. Yeah. You you saw that, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Uh, Right. Watch it on the pod. Let's Are we gonna watch it that. now? Wait, Let's do that. should I? Should I? No, your phone is black and white. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, should I tell you the log line first? Yeah, tell us the log line. Yeah, okay. And that, I'm, who's gonna pull it up? <laughs> Johan, you pull it up. No, I can just pull it up on my computer. After spending most of her life exploring the jungle with her parents, Dora prepares to leap into her most challenging adventure yet: high school. Oh God. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> Damn, this is going to be crazy. Dora's going to get like her first period. <gasps> oh, oh, no. She's going to get her okay. heart broken. Where's the tampon story? store? Oh, <laughs> you got to go through like different I'm trials to get the, the map. map. <laughs> and oh, then she God. just uses the map. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the I'm equipment sorry. in I'm there so has like faces, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, what if the tap got his faces? Oh, ew. Oh, ew. God. Ew. Ooh. That'll be. What about a monkey? Where's a monkey gonna go? Boots. I don't know. <laughs> Get taken away by like animal patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she shows up to high school with the with the monkey, and then they're just like, "What the fuck is that a monkey?" And they just like take it away. <laughs> and he's Yo. like, "Why is it wearing boots? <laughs> What's wrong with this? What ha- what'd you do to this monkey? Why is it blue?" <laughs> Dude, I want to see that story. If, like the monkey gets returned to like the Amazon oh, or something, yeah. and, has to, like, and it gets like ostracized because yeah. yeah. it's a blue monkey. Yeah. It's like a cult lab with like Tarzan <laughs> <laughs> crossover worlds yeah oh my god in it's other so news uh, feminism took a step back this week as uh, 
A new movie announced, uh, Hustlers, uh, a movie about strip club employees taking revenge on their Wall Street clients, uh, is headlined with J-Lo, Cardi B, um, Lily (laughs) Reinhart, and Constant Swu. Oh. Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. Hey, woke is cool. (laughs) Woke is marketable. That's literally just sounds like any black exploitation film yeah. from like yeah. the seventies. Yeah, just like big action film fighting against. I'm the sorry, man. this is really distracting. But Johan's just like playing the fucking trailer what are you right doing? in my eye. Are you? <laughs> all right, sorry. All right, all right, it's all right. We're gonna we'll take a we'll take a short break. We'll be right back. I'm gonna watch this trailer. Yeah. Are we All right. Yeah, and uh, and we're back in. Hey. Oh my goodness. That was trash. Yeah. That was <laughs> sad. Honestly, I'm still I gonna mean, watch yeah. it. But. Yeah, it like looks like an interesting movie, but has nothing to do with Dora. It's it looks like what they did was they had a script and then they just put Dora on it. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what happened. It's like an old Indiana Jones script. <laughs> yeah, it's it looks like yeah exactly. It's so. Why weird. was she like bound and not gagged, but like just bound and thrown in a box? I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like we. I I think you have to watch the movie to find out. <laughs> So is this a direct endorsement yeah. for Dora the Explorer or whatever? Yeah, go check it out. It's not yeah. sponsored by Dora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go check it out. Paramount Films sponsors. I just put that on the, the movie list. <laughs> okay, cool. right. you can watch. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, that's. All I got I one got. more news. You? Okay. Okay. Apparently, Conor McGregor was like, uh, is on un- like under investigation for like sexual assault or something, and he retired Tuesday. He like officially announces retirement from MMA. Is this movie related? I mean, Conor McGregor is like famous. <laughs> it's so, entertainment. Yeah. This is E News. Yeah, E News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, E News. Are we only F News? Are we only film news? Yeah. Oh, sorry. maybe T TV News. Oh, yeah. I I, I understand. Sometimes YouTube News. <laughs> Twitch News. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not fighting news? He's got. Fist of Fear. I hate Conor McGregor. Oh, do you, do you really? really? He's so annoying. Why? He's kind of annoying, yeah. yeah. His personality is just... Uh. Yeah. Oh, we can cut this. Let's move no. on. No, it's fine. Yeah? I'm going to keep it. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I have one. I got one oh, more yeah. piece of news. All right. well, actually, Johan, do you have any? I wasn't told. That no, no, no. Nah, nah, you're good. So. All right. Yeah. Um, do you want to make up anything? I can think of something. All right, you think of something. I'll, I'll think of something. All right. Go ahead. Um, Lily, Lily Singh. Yeah. First, uh, female. YouTuber? <laughs> first female YouTuber. Oh, God. First, first uh, YouTuber? first Indian Canadian female to host a late night show. She's going to have a late night show, uh, a what? little late with Lily Singh on NBC. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that That's wild? Indian That's pretty crazy. Is, wow. Yeah. She's, uh, she's replacing, who's she replacing? She's replacing Seth some guy. No, not Seth. Yeah. Canada, bro. Um, no, she's on M- NBC. She's on NBC. But I thought it was a Canadian show. No, dude, she's oh, replacing Carson Daly. Last call with Carson Daly. Really? Yeah. Oh my wow. god. She's on after Seth Meyers. I guess. Yeah. That's really late. Yeah, a little late. A little late. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's kind of crazy too. Um, not only, I think she might be, I mean, she's in like a very short list of female late night hosts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, non-white late night hosts. Yeah, Indian specifically. Yeah, yeah. Indian specifically. That's wild. Like, good for her. That's wild. Mm. I mean, that was a Country. little weird. I don't know why. And then also, uh, she's a YouTuber. <laughs> she was a YouTuber originally. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is. Mm, you see that, right? Yeah. No, no. She's like, <laughs> she like really crossed so many barriers for this. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. We'll see how the show is, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, no, I'm down. I'm down to watch it. Like, I don't know. A lot I, of people don't think she's very funny, though. Except for like a, a ten plus million. Yeah, that, but like, like subscribe. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, she's not that funny. She's not that. Funny. She's not that funny. Yeah, but like late night hosts aren't generally that funny. That's true. I mean, they I have a writer like room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Write their jokes. Right? Yeah, you have to just be charismatic, right? And yeah. have good delivery, and then yeah. you're fine. Yeah, it's more like an actor position. Yeah, and improv, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of improv. Yeah, I guess we'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Cool. And uh, transition. Into the movie. What is this? Like fucking Anthony Fantano. <laughs> <laughs> you think I didn't pick that up last time? <laughs> I've been saying that all week. <laughs> I know. It's like pretty fun. I've I've like said it too. Anytime I'm in like a really awkward conversation yeah, with my like, girlfriend, like we might be in a fight. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right, yeah, I'm sorry. And transition, uh, uh, can we order a pizza? <laughs> wow. She's like, no, no, we can't order... No. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about how I hate pizza. <laughs> we always eat Italian food. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm I'm Vigo Mortensen? Like, <laughs> he just like folds a pizza, eats a like, oh, taco. Oh god. Like, god. That's so unnecessary. That's so unnecessary. That was disturbing. Alright, transition to Akira. <laughs> Akira. Well, let's Akira. give a basic summary of the uh Akira. Johan. Johan. Oh my god. This is your favorite movie. A basic, it's not his favorite. I didn't say it was my favorite, but it's one of, it's up there. It's definitely yeah. up there. I won't knock it because it's a great movie. Um run us through what we need to know about Akira. Basic summary. Do you want to just, just plot summary right now? Yeah. yeah I guess basic so, yeah. plot. Okay. Um two boys, uh Kaneda and Tetsuo <laughs> are in a biker gang in Neo Tokyo. A lot of fucked up shit happened. Big old bomb exploded. Well, you think it's a bomb, but you find out later that it was a person having a psychic episode. Um, oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that, that's that's what it was. Uh, I can't believe you watched the whole movie. That was the second time I watched that. Anyway. Oh, okay, anyway, so they're in a biker gang. Real violent, real uh, upset youth. Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is happening in the city. Um, turmoil, economic, political, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Tetsuo runs into a weird psychic kid. He gets psychic powers. The government kidnaps him, experiments him, yada, 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 whole thing. Uh, Kaneda has to go rescue him. And then it turns out that, you know, everyone's kind of worshiping this person called Akira, who's like seen as some kind of god before. He's the guy who caused the explosion in the first place. Mm. Um, And then... You know, the whole ending happens where it's like uh, Tetsuo kind of goes on a rampage with his psychic powers. He can't really handle them. He ends up turning into a giant blob, explodes, and yeah, that's kind of the movie. It's it's really hard to summarize yeah. as a movie. I it's think you did a good really job. hard yeah. because there's a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot to unpack about, you know, deep spiritual meaning and stuff like that. So yeah, But yeah, basic plot summary. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Yeah, I know. What did everyone think of the movie? Just your general opinion for now. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. It was good. The visuals were insane. Yeah. Honestly. 
I have never seen anything like that before. I've only seen anime like once before. Oh wow! I'm not really? even sure what it was. Yeah, I think it was like a Studio Ghibli film. I'm yeah, not probably. entirely sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was an incredible experience. Nice. Where'd you watch it? Where did I watch it? Yeah. On my computer, like in my room. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. What about you, Johan? I mean, I mean, you picked it. So. I picked it. I love. I love it. It's such a great example of like one of these like revolutionary films, right? That I feel like everyone who has any interest in, I guess, like anime or even animation should watch. Mm-hmm. It's like such a big reason why like we have things like One Punch Man being shown in the United mm-hmm. States or yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Like yeah. why were those converted to like English because of Akira, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the visuals are insane, insanity. Did you know that they actually invented an entire new color palette for Akira? This was back in the what day. So this mm-hmm. was back in the day when you had to like hand drive your yeah, frame, yeah, right? Yeah. So the director wanted the movie to be have all these like dark tones, right? Yeah. And in that at this time, you know, animation was like a lot more lighthearted, lighter colors, lighter palette. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they actually had to invent an entire new color palette just for the movie. Wow. And it's also twenty four animated at twenty four FPS. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Is it wait? Is it all twenty four FPS? Because I I no, heard it was only a couple scenes, not yeah. only a couple, but it was like select scenes. It's selected, FPS. yeah. It's, it's selected. It's I, mean, but, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not all animated ones. Oh, that's the term. Animated. I mean, yeah, yeah, animated yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of it's animated ones, from what I. Yeah, a lot from of what I well, probably. Yeah, they had the budget to do. Yeah, it, they definitely. had definitely had the budget, but. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's crazy fluid. Yeah. 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 I I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, narratively speaking, it's, like, kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I, like, got into Akira because, like, at first I just, like, grabbed the manga mm. when I was a kid. And I just yeah. read the first volume. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And yeah. then, like, because in, yeah, cause in the manga, like, Shetsuko gets, like, it's, like, Tetsuo goes crazy, like, in the beginning, in the first volume. And he just, like, starts killing all his friends. And then you're like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I read this when I was a kid. So I was like, that's really cool. So then... Um, it wasn't until like way after that I checked out the movie and I was like, wow, okay, cool. Yeah. Like I heard a lot about it too. Yeah. yeah. So actually the movie and the manga were made concurrently, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like the whole thing where it's like, I think he had the first volume of the manga and they're like six or seven volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he made the movie and then while writing the other, you know, five and then yeah. the last one was made after the, the last volume was made after the movie finished. Wow. Yeah, so that's why the movie, the the middle part of the movie narratively is not the best. Yeah, because he's just trying to cram in like basically <laughs> five volumes of yeah, manga know, in his yeah. head into yeah. one thing, yeah. and you have all these like weird conversations and scenes that yeah, yeah, he just tried to put in there. I mean, it's right. good, yeah. but it's a little bit of a narrative, I guess. You know, weird thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, trying to squeeze stuff in. Yeah, characters uh, that get like thirty seconds in the film get like what, like ten pages mm. in the mangas. At yeah. least yeah. half a book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the film's kind of suffers from like too large of an ensemble cast. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, at least at the beginning, and then it kind of like narrows. Cause they'll fucking die. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, like, I mean, true. Yeah. you just don't need that many characters. Um, yeah, and I was really surprised by how they, f- how the guy fit it into like two hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically two hours exact. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, whereas, you know, if, if you were to adapt the, the manga, like, you know, in a typical form, it would be like, I don't know, two and a half, maybe three hours. Oh, yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, as Even to, then, like... Prob- probably not. Yeah, considering the scope of the manga. Like a few thousand pages. It's 2,000 pages. Yeah, 2,000 yeah. pages. So, 2,000 plus, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and you know and how big pages, like <laughs> <laughs> really big pages. Yeah, I mean you you know <laughs> <laughs> no like a normal manga like is uh like the size of a notebook or something. Right. Like mm-hmm. Akira is, is the size of like printer paper. It's like pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like a magazine big size. It's yeah. Like he liked his big spreads. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He did like his big spreads. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, Jonathan. Did you ever read the manga? No, no, I didn't. Same. But this is my. <laughs> It's my second time watching this movie. Good. Um, yeah, the first was after a recommendation from a friend. Um, my first viewing, yeah, I kind of had the same reactions. It's very good. It's like, it's very visually stunning. And it's very aesthetically interesting. I think this... Okay. Hello. <laughs> I, I think this time around, um, well... It wasn't as fresh, but definitely still very visually striking. Um, I noticed some things that were that I kind of glossed over the first time. Mm, like What'd what? you notice? Yeah. Um, Where's that that guy like packing in the barn? Oh, the rat looking the dude. R- the rat looking dude. Oh yeah, you know the, I mean? the like, um, politician. Yeah, the politician. I forget yeah. his exact name. But well, yeah, he was like packing in. Like overstuffing a suitcase with money and bonds and shit. Yeah, I thought that was like a reference to like the ec- the Japanese economic bubble in the late eighties. Absolutely. So, <laughs> you know. No, yeah, that's correct. A, a lot of the movie, it's interesting. You know, they they show Neo Tokyo as this like huge sprawling metropolis, right? It's kind of like a like a cyst on the landscape, right? It's a huge mm-hmm. like throbbing thing. And it kind of reflects like the economic, I guess, background of the time. You know, Japanese Japan was having a huge boom mm. at that time, right? And the movie takes place in like movie time in 2019, right? Yeah. yeah. So this year, so hey. like it's kind of like an imagination of, you know, what if that boom just continued for another oh. 30 years or whatever? You know, what would happen or 40 years? Yeah. And it probably looked like that. Like, mm. yeah, Dude. I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> There's so many coincidences with the dates. Yeah, like, there first are. of all, 2019. Yeah. Second of all, um, the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's Tokyo 2020. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> spooky. Because they're actually doing the Olympic Games in Tokyo in 2020. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nostradamus. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. Do you, think, do you think they picked Tokyo just for that reason? Okay. They're like, they're like, all they're like, they all like, out? yeah, yeah. Everyone oh on the God. Olympic committee is actually like just huge anime nerds. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, Akira, Akira, Akira. <laughs> and then, like, meanwhile, Brazil's like, uh, but also we have a lot more money. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, Brazil got their shot. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. No, I'm hyped for Tokyo 2020. Yeah. But yeah. That's Summer Games, right? Yeah, Summer yeah. yeah. First uh, ever USA skateboarding team. Really? Really? Yeah. Or first ever, well, first time skateboards being introduced. That's really cool. Are you on it? (laughs) Nah, I wish. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine being 
Who's on that? Do you know anybody on? Is Tony Hawk on it? <laughs> Tony Hawk's not on it. It's oh, yeah. like Nigel Houston. Yeah. I know two. I'm forgetting like a lot of the people, but like Nigel Houston, who's basically like, he's like the Miley Cyrus, like on like Hannah Montana of skateboarding. Just, like, <laughs> he's very mean? straight edge. Oh, okay. Like okay. kind of corny. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's like that. That's like basically the whole like MO of like. Of the Olympic, yeah, the Olympic team. That's like, kind of weird because skaters kind of like just a very countercultural, yeah, exactly sport. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. very renegade. Like yeah. they're not, they don't clean up well. Yeah. They're very disheveled, yeah. kind of brutish. And everybody's on that team like that, except for this guy named Chris Jocelyn, <laughs> who like I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him like not high. Which <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. He's uh, just like a so pure funny. like embodiment of like street skate rat. Wow, Damn. yeah, that's amazing. And they're gonna be in the Olympics, yeah, in front of like. Dude, the world. Can you imagine like growing up and you're like, yo, I want to be a fucking Olympic skateboarder. And then you go like train fucking hard <laughs> in oh skateboarding. In the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like local parks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, it's like, whoa, he's so like, and just like a super determined guy just skating really fast down, yeah. the, down the street. You're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Passing cars and shit. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because like this is because these are like the people being highlighted now. Yeah. Um, like it's funny because most of skateboarding doesn't like welcome those people. Yeah. Uh, they like really hate them because they think it's like corny yeah. and they think it's like not the point. People think skateboarding's for fun and yeah. like competitions are cool and all, but like these guys try to win every competition and like oh. make it more. Oh, like it's a counter to the like the the reason that the sport is there to be like. It's chill. Not like yeah. chill, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Tony Hawk won competitions, but he was also like a pretty chill dude. Yeah. He's very humble about it. Yeah. He's humble dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also he, made he, makes video video games. Games. he makes video games. He makes oh, great Tony videos. Hawk, yeah. real good video game. Pro skater. Pro skater. God. Back to back to the movie. Back to yeah. Akira. So the reason we want to talk about Akira today, um, there is uh, a lot of controversy surri- surrounding the live action uh oh, rights. God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hollywood is uh, really good at whitewashing things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Does anybody, Johan, do you have like a, I have some history here, but if you want to offer it up. No, you go ahead. All right. You go ahead. Yeah. So originally, um, like, I, I don't know when it was. I think it was like either 80s or 90s. Probably one of those two hours. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think, uh, nice. I didn't get the specific date, but Spielberg and George Lucas were like, um, Spielberg, Lucas, and George Lucas. <laughs> the way I phrase that. Uh, but Spielberg and Lucas were offered like the role to be the director of it. And they're like, nah, fam. Like, American yeah. audiences don't want this. And then yeah. it like blew up in the United States, naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that happened. And then in 2002, uh, Warner Brothers made like a seven-figure deal. Wow. Yeah, uh, to buy the rights to the live action remake, and like ever since they like haven't been able to get it off the ground, but they just like they're just like hoarding it right now. Wow, they, really? no one can have it. It's one of those ideas that's been kicked around forever in Hollywood. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because like it's almost impossible to do? Absolutely. Yeah, it's on. I feel like there's some movies that are just un adaptable. Unadaptable. I mean. I, I don't know. Like, there's this whole li- live action trend right now. Yeah. Where you yeah. just, they just turn everything. Disney. Yeah, but like, look at Aladdin. Okay, I'm going to talk no, about that's the genie. <laughs> you, you, you can't. Yo, no. I, <laughs> yeah, all right. You okay, brought it okay, up. Okay, it's okay. too late now. I'm sorry. You Fuck. can't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You can't put the genie into live action, dude. The whole point yeah. of the genie is like that his animation was just so amazing yeah. like all the squashing and the stretching and he just turned into whatever he yeah. wanted it it's so fluid 
And now you got Will Smith's fucking like, weird looking <laughs> body. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I'm judging before it even happened. I yeah. haven't seen the movie, but I feel like it's unadaptable. Yeah. It's, what's really weird is like the Lion King live action thing. Like, why are they just animals? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then you're just watching animals talk to each other. Like, it doesn't really make sense from like any kind of point of view I where mean, you're like, like why yeah, would you, yeah. like you why would you want to watch animals like talk to each other? That sounds garbage. Yeah, they're just like photorealistic animals. Yeah, the thing is like if they did like claymation or something, I think that would be more interesting. Mm-hmm. It could be interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean the thing is like I so I, okay, so I watched a Jungle Book movie. Yeah. And that at least you have the one human character that kind of grounds it yeah. in some kind of like realism, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something is real in yeah, the movie. Yeah. And this, it's the Lion King. It's like nothing is real. Yeah, they're all just talking animals. It's so I feel like it'd be so hard to ground, like, figure out like the reality, right? Yeah. If everything's just yeah. And I think for the Jungle Book, it works better too because it's like man versus animal, and they're yeah. scared of the animals. Yeah. And if the animals look like real and like fucking actual claws and shit, then you're yeah. like, oh, that makes more yeah. sense. And it's it's supposed to have like a little fantastical element to it, yeah. right? The Jungle Book, yeah. like it's yeah. a little bit, you know, a little like mysticism, the jazz, like the jazz monkeys. It's yeah. A little racist too. <laughs> yeah, it's a little racism. <laughs> But it's supposed to have some mysticism. Lion King is not the kind of movie. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's yeah. completely spiraled out of control of the conversation. But. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, ever since then, um, they've sort of uh, tossed around like a lot of really weird people to direct. Actually, like one person that might be interesting is like Hiro Murde, the um, guy who directed Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Man. He's pretty dope. Yeah, he is. And this is America music yeah, video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, not a bad option. No. Um, people seem to be like generally happy about that yeah. simply because he's Asian. Yeah. Um, and also like a good director, and not <laughs> and not like, and you probably wouldn't put like Justin Timberlake, uh, yeah, who was yeah. in talks to actually star in this uh, film. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who? I don't know. Can you see him as Tetsuo? Oh God. <laughs> JT is Tetsuo. Yeah. This like. Jesus Christ. Nah, he's too. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's been a lot of characters like that. I forget who else I saw, but yeah, JT was like just one that was like, are you kidding me? He yeah. can't even act. No, he can't. Why would you make yeah, him? Like, that, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, so there's been stuff like that. Ever since then, there's kind of, I don't know, I feel like America's kind of taken Akira and tried to pay homage to it, but like just ripped it off. Especially yeah. in recent light, like I saw this week, there was a, uh, there's like a Chanel and like Pharrell collaboration, <laughs> which I sent to you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Yeah. He does, like, fashion design sometimes. Yeah, okay. Um, works with different, like, Japanese labels, but now he has, like, this line coming out with Chanel. And he say, he's saying it's, like, Akira-inspired. Okay. Um, but it's just, like, in the lookbook for it, it's just, like, one woman with, like, a motorcycle helmet on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, kind of ridiculous. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, very soft prints. Supreme did a collaboration with, um, with Akira. It was a Supreme Akira and... Um, no, actually, it was called the, yeah, no, it was, I think it was the called Supreme X Akira collaboration. They did it last year, 2017, oh, two wow. years ago. And it was a pretty big hit. So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of ripping on Akira going yeah. on. Mm. We don't like it. <laughs> what about, like, a Japanese live action thing, though? What do you mean? Like, a Japanese director-led? No, like, a Japanese production of a live action version of Akira. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't think they no. do that. It yeah. has to be American. American. It would be American, <laughs> yeah. No, but well, Japan they also does have the live rights. action anime things, though. They do a lot of them. You, you don't know about this? 
Japan does so many live action like oh. <clears throat> mm. sorry. Japan does like so many live action movies mm. of anime. Yeah. They I, do, I like, suppose, yeah, but I saw I this one for Phoenix Wright. To do, <laughs> to do Akira though. That's I feel the like thing. They, they can try. I feel I, like if anybody can do it, it's probably the Japanese. Probably, yeah, probably like the, you know, it's the like, people yeah, who actually, from, yeah, exactly, yeah, have made it cultural yeah, and ties have the cultural and, ties, yeah, historical yeah. ties, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, oh my god, what is this? Warner Brothers also does have the rights to it, so yeah. like you'd also have to pay whatever Warner Brothers paid, but isn't it only is that not only in America, like they can't distribute it? I mean, like they can't just like only like how far do those rights go? I mean, is it international or is it just in America? I'm sure they can buy the rights. Well, yeah, yeah, but like, like Warner Brothers can just be like, no. Yeah. That's the point of owning rights. Otimo said he's That's fine cool. with like anybody doing a pickup of it. He's like generally fine. He's like, I'm done though. Who? The director. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> if you have other rights but not the american rights you're kind of fucked with distribution yeah, yeah, yeah. true but it was a big success in japan it's true so like you could survive i guess being just in japan yeah but but like i don't know i guess if you're gonna i guess redoing akira does that require it to be on a global scale now i, I think, think so yeah really? it's, it's such an influential movie i feel like people want to People want to watch it, right? Yeah, but like internet, though. I guess, but I people guess, would want to watch it. They'd want to like, make money, right? Yeah, I guess that There's, like that would just mean Americans ha- would have to steal it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all Americans that would yeah. watch it would have to steal it. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh God, that's so frustrating. But do we have any thoughts on Akira? What do you mean? <laughs> general thoughts. Can we just general, do general thoughts? thoughts? Oh, general thoughts is the opening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. I guess I'll direct us with questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Franklin Jonathan. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, is this like an Asian thing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm technically Asian. South Asian. East Asian? Is this like an East Asian? Like... As East Asians. It's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it because we look friend. like Canada? <laughs> is that why? <laughs> which one's which one's Canada and which one's? Canada's well. the red one. No, I mean, out of you two. Oh, out of oh us too? Yo, Hans, come on. Nah, hey. I, think, I think Jonathan's Tetsuo. He's like angstier. Than <laughs> How do you... What do you think? I think he's right. (laughs) (laughs) It just kills me right now. (laughs) Murders you. Yeah. Explodes into a giant ball of death. Yes. As uh, as Asian Americans, uh, like, who deserves? (laughs) And it was. (laughs) It was. Okay. 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 I was just thinking, like, who deserves the right to make this live action film, and how far does that extend? You can weigh in on this too, Johan. I'm just mm. curious because they're East Asian, and Reasonably. you also suggested the movie. Mm. So yeah, true. Weigh in. Like, what do you mean? Like, who has the right to do it? Does it depend on race? In other words, that's up to you. I think it's just whoever does a good job. Yeah, they have to have like a clear consciousness on like uh, knowing the the cultural connections of this. Like, for example, the the implications with uh, World War Two. At the beginning, yeah, right? and like <clears throat> that shit with the uh, the Japanese bubble and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. The cultural implications of the movie, right? It's kind of written as a 
response or I guess birthed from this whole idea of like, oh, like, you know, how much power is like man, like should man attempt to harness, right? That's that's like a central theme in the movie is like, you know, uh, there's this one line where it's like, oh, you know, if you gave uh, like an amoeba the power of a man, he would, they would just use it to consume or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, when Tetsuo gets his power, like he only uses it for human things, selfish things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Violence, what he's accustomed to. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole thing about like, you know, it relates to like the whole nuclear bombing, right? Like yeah. that's what the movie was about really is like, you know, like man shouldn't have this power or like man is not capable of understanding this power, et cetera. So like if it's directed by, you know, a Western director, production company, et cetera, will it be as, will it still hold that same message? I think that's something important. Well, I don't know if we can like make that determination based solely on the director's race. I think it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it has to like, nationality like yeah. experience i feel like interests you can't really make that judgment until you have the final product um i don't know that's just my opinion like you can't really say what he's gonna do until he makes the final product like there's definitely people who are wrong for it right like um i don't know who would be terrible for this Whoever did Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd as the director. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't direct things. <laughs> no, like the Farley brothers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, so like, I think just like a sci, probably a sci-fi director. I think even if we're talking about like Western directors, Denis Villeneuve, I think could be, could be okay. Yeah. yeah. He could uh, be. Who else is a good sci-fi director? The guy who made um, Ex Machina. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I think he could do a good job. Yeah. Do you feel that it's like offensive though for a Western director um, to take this on, or like just an American director, given the history that this like ties in to the bombings? I mean, mm, that's interesting. Well, Villeneuve is yeah, Villeneuve is French, but that French is interesting. French Canadian. I think he might just be straight up French. Okay. Although I don't know. Okay. Because he sounds pretty French in his interviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. He doesn't sound Canadian at all. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, in any case, um, like, people are just going to be offended anyways. Like, you can't really, <laughs> you can't really prevent that. Because mm-hmm. someone is going to be offended. Fuck. What? He's French Canadian. He's French Canadian. Oh. God damn it. It's okay. Oh, it's more French than Canadian, though. <laughs> well, it actually says... Specifically, Canadian French. Canadian French. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, I, I think that's an interesting question, whether or not, like, an American director would be offensive based because of his topic. That's a Because of question. historical, yeah. Because the movie isn't necessarily specifically about a historical event, it's like an like a, uh, extrapolation of, like, Technology and whatever, be based on like, it stemmed from the World War Two bombings, but mm-hmm. I think it doesn't have to. So maybe it, not offensive, but tone deaf. Mm, again, I think it depends on the director. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they just have to be mindful of it. Yeah. And even then, some yeah. people are gonna get offended anyways. Yeah. I like, mean, what about Godzilla? Well, that's like, been like Americanized though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, at some point, right? Like, it had to be like. 
like cross over that barrier between mm. like the original Japanese like and it also deals with a lot of the similar topics right yeah, yeah. I mean pretty much the same topics yeah. right the whole yeah. destruction and you know man's power creates yeah, yeah. some monster right etc cetera, etc cetera. so like that I don't think uh, yeah I it's it's not exactly the same obviously yeah. because Godzilla is like part of I guess American culture now yeah. a lot as it is not as much but you know it's very yeah, yeah. integral but are people offended by that I don't know. That's a good question. A little bit. I think Japanese, like, like if the movie's done badly, right? Like, I think, what is it, 1997, 99 Godzilla that Japanese people just hated and everyone <laughs> hated because it was yeah. garbage? Yeah. I think. I forget. Yeah, you can oh, look God, it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were many different adaptations, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's the specifically the 90s. It was the late 90s. It's horrible. Horrible. I think movie. I've seen that one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. That, uh, I think it... <laughs> It made like five hundred and twenty-nine million in the box office. Holy right. shit! Budget of one hundred and sixty million. <laughs> okay. So good for good for them. Good for them. <clears throat> I I think maybe it could even be that like the topic of weapons of mass destruction is not really like relegated to a certain country. So because it has such like a global impact in terms of, I guess, destruction, that like any country it like transcends nationalities and whatever, and I think. Because the topic of Akira is about weapons of mass destruction and not necessarily what happened to Japan, it's not as it's not offensive. So, like, let's take Grave of the Fireflies, right? Which is like mm -hmm. directly about the aftermath yeah. of those bombings, yeah. about like what America did. If you take an American director and be like, oh, no. "Hey, direct this movie about like," I think that would be tone deaf at the very least. Mm -hmm. In a way, it could be spun off as like apologetic, maybe. If it's mm, like something yeah. like that, but yeah, like yeah, even yeah, then, yeah. it's like a weird gray area. Yeah, yeah it just come off like Green Book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, um, that's yeah, a good question. Good question. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just find it really interesting. Um, like what sort of like boxes you have to check to mm. like where like where it becomes cultural appropriation, mm. or where it becomes whitewashing. Yeah. And like where it's not, or where it's like paying homage to, or like trying yeah. to make it best. I, I think this topic of like cultural appropriation and whitewashing is kind of complicated, at least in my head. Like, it's definitely not clear to me at all, like what is considered cultural appropriation or what is considered whitewashing. Yeah, there's not like a criteria you yeah. can sort of judge everything yeah. by. It's more like a case by case basis. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I feel like it's a feeling thing as well. Yeah, I just. Sorry, I keep playing footsie with you. Huh? You're good. <laughs> <laughs> like by accident. Or is uh, it? Um, yeah, I don't know. There are, like, in terms of representation, I also find this uh, sort of hard with Hollywood movies and, like, films about women or films about, um, like, black with black leads or films with. Asian leads, stuff like that, have like crews that are predominantly white mm -hmm. still because they're filmed mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yeah, so mm -hmm. they're just pulling like local crews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. predominantly yeah. those are connections white. with white people. Yeah, yeah. Um, even then, like I was looking at like Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. um, not Wonder Woman, uh, Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah, Captain Marvel, and that was co-directed by like a man and a woman, and then the producer was like just the classic, um, I think like Mar Marvel. Okay, like in-house, yeah, yeah, direct yeah. producer, yeah, um, which was like a male. Okay. so it's like. Even in that story that is about like a woman, uh -huh. supposed to be like a woman in this like hero position, yeah. like a female can't even. But then who wrote it. the story so, though? It was her, I think, right? 
Who? No, right. I mean, who wrote the original material is the Free other. Brie Larson? <laughs> yeah, not Brie Larson, right? No. I mean, was that, what is that, Jack Kirby or Steve? Oh, the original. Oh, the, yeah. you're talking about the original. The original, of... yeah. Like the source material, right? The source yeah. material. I, I mean, where do you, where do you like go back to, right? Yeah. Like, was, was that okay for them to write it in the first place? I, I don't know. It's, it's so complicated to like judge based on purely by like, hey, like this is a film about women, so women should be in like every aspect of the production. Yeah. I don't think that's like a valid thing to say. It doesn't make sense in my mind. Not to like not to like no, shit I, on your like I what agree. you're thinking with I think I agree. with Nick. Like that is like a No, no. I know what you said. It's just like I don't know, I just like got Alex Jones vibe. Oh. Like, <laughs> and I know you're like more well intentioned yeah, than yeah. that. But... Yeah. No. Yeah. But you you know what I mean, right? Like it's be- because of like the so much history of like um like male dominance in the film industry, which is definitely a thing. There's definitely still that kind of uh, residue, which is why like there's only like the male producer or whatever. And I don't think like it could be that they couldn't pick like a female producer or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like there wasn't a mm-hmm. female producer available to do it. Could be an option because of like the past, how they've picked producers. There wasn't like one available. Like maybe all of Marvel's producers are male so they just didn't pick the female one and it would be kind of weird if it's like only one female producer and then they pick her and they're like oh it's because it's about a woman thing and that would feel like pandering i think right i guess it depends what your intentions are but it's also hard to know what someone's intentions are yeah um i feel like it wouldn't be pandering so much as like a respect thing Hmm. it would be pandering if they like put a pr statement yeah Yeah, because pandering would have to be to a group. Right. If they just did it and then kept silent, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It would more just be the right thing. Yeah. I guess you could also take advantage of that as a PR stunt. What's stopping someone from not taking advantage of that as a PR stunt? I don't know. It's so difficult to say. When it could reel in more box office numbers. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think, like, what you want from a film is to have it be the most, like you want the film to be what people, because the film is definitely like what most people watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really have to be what's like behind the scenes that ma- that's important. So like if you're the producer or like you're like creating the team or whatever, or whatever, like whoever comes up with like who's starring in it, who's directing it, whatever, I don't know what position that would be, executive producer maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's their duty to make sure that this team that they assemble creates a movie that's respectful to women. Let's say, for example, for Captain Marvel's like example, like let's say that it's respectful for women and it's, you know, the thing that you want to put out there. And whether or not those people who are on the team are women themselves, I think is irrelevant. Maybe not irrelevant, but definitely like second to the final product. Okay, so you think the final product is more ter- important in terms of representation? Absolutely. I think okay. so. I would agree. I would yeah, agree, yeah. Okay. I mean, the thing is like, yeah, I, I exactly agree with what you said. Like, you can have, I guess, um, a cast and crew that's not representative precisely of the nationalities or ethnicities or, you Rip, know, sexes, sexes, cultures, everything. Yeah of what you want in the final product. Yeah. But if you do have that, it may help increase like the level of 
respect accuracy, and accuracy yeah. you see in the final product. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up with like Slumdog Millionaire kind of stuff. Yeah, that was weird. Like, that it was, won an Oscar. Yeah, but that was like that's like the example of <laughs> what you don't want, yeah. right? Like, because it's basically like almost like imperialism, right? The yeah. British yeah. production company, British director, all that stuff filmed in India, and like you know the portrayal of you know the Indian slum dog. That's yeah. not even a good term, right? Yeah. Like, and the Indian society was not good in any way right yeah. and that's because i guess the directors didn't have like that kind of insight yeah right um it's a bit of a sore spot yeah but like yeah so i mean would the outcome of the film been changed if they had all indian directors like probably mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't have yeah. been i mean as long as yeah probably well, it depends yeah. well there's also it, yeah, not also all depends. indian pe people think the same so exactly like, yeah that's the thing <laughs> right you get the like, wrong indian person yeah exactly there's a lot of elitist indian people so like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The other issue is like because of how the the past and history of this industry is with like white male predominating it is like yeah if we're gonna choose people who are based on skill right now they're gonna be mostly predominantly white males because of just like how far back this like industry has been just like that way you know. So maybe there is like an issue that you can bring up that's like, oh, like this is a movie where we want to go with um, a chance with this female director because it's for a female like thing. So it would make sense. Like, let's see if how how she can do. So maybe and it and if she like messes it up, then like, I don't know. We never hire another woman. <laughs> yes, no. I don't know. No. So do you know you, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you bring up this. Uh, you bring up that argument about how. Most people that are ready to direct something to that scale, are, yeah, are you know, female be... or you know of like a different ethnicity, yeah. say for Akira, yeah. like mm. um, like an Asian director, yeah. East Asian director, Japanese. Um, do you think that the fact that most men are in that like ready position have that much like stuff under their belt and that much experience is a side effect of like sort of that systemic? Um, injustice that we like don't really hire minorities as much on film sets, so they're not allowed to get that experience mm. and thus be more prepared. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah, there's like a whole interesting, I guess, phenomenon about like you know what are the paths that it's just a little more general, but it gets presented to film. Like you know what are the paths for a certain person of a certain race to be able to succeed, right? So for like you know African Americans, it may be like politics. Mm. Um, for Asians, it's probably like education, right? Mm. For white people, maybe like creative paths are more open, right? Yeah. And not just because of like, that's not because like people are better, right? Everyone's good at everything. Yeah. It's just because like culturally, socially, that's what's seen as the acceptable path to go on. Mm. So maybe you don't have as many minorities in these like films because it's not seen as like some cultural, you know, like as culturally acceptable, mm. right? Um, from both, like, the side of their side and from the, like, you know... The industry side. Industry side yeah. as well, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I guess, something to consider. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that does create this kind of paradox where you're like, oh, I want to hire the best people for this, like, film about minorities, but, tech like, maybe those won't be minority people mm -hmm. to hire. And then, like, it's like, oh, I'm not hiring these minority people, so they're not getting better. And so, like, we're just still like, perpetuating this, like, white thing. Yeah. Right? The white thing. <laughs> the white <laughs> thing. But, like, but then at the same time, you want to, like, have a good final product as your, like, you know, your, like, yeah. 
measure yeah. it. But if you put those minorities on like the face of a film, don't you think that you should also use that as an opportunity to raise up minorities in the crew positions and give them that experience to go on to be the next director? Yeah. I, I mean, so. you said before it's like the final product, right? Yeah. I don't know. But this I, is like for a different end, right? You're trying to um, bring up the next like Asian director that sort of thing right mm -hmm. so if you're using it towards that end then I, I guess you can do that but um as a sort of way to pander no right yeah i agree yeah yeah i think the whole what is it the rising tide floats all boats or something like that like i think if you put more asian asians uh, people of color ethnicities right in front of the camera i think it'll also have a similar effect behind, behind the, the camera. camera. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's honestly like one of the worst things you could possibly do is cast, you know, an Asian character as a white person. <laughs> yeah. Ghost in the yeah. Shell. Yeah. Absolute. I hated that so much. That was the <laughs> biggest pee for me because I love the movie. Yeah. And like the fact the that original it's, movie. The original movie. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Not that you would know God no. Yeah. And the fact that it's an, it's doubly bad because first of all, it's, a white woman, yeah, right. Who, 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 Scarlett, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. And secondly, like, the body is such an important part of that movie. Yeah, it's such an important theme, and to, like, it just peeved me that it was not an Asian person. Woman. It just didn't make sense at all. Uh, yeah, that's my aside, but okay. Uh, yeah, no, I do agree with you. I think maybe like the best way for everybody is to like be making stories about minorities, right? Because like we said, like. Slumdog Millionaire, it was a story about minorities, but they put like these people who weren't associated with those minorities behind the camera. Yeah. So then at the same time, I think it would be logical for executive producers or whoever to be putting minorities behind the camera about, with, about stories with minorities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do we incentivize that? I think it's somewhat. What, uh, voting with your feet, I think. And they have big, huge box office hits like uh, Rich Crazy Rich Asians or whatever. Not necessarily the best movie, like to like <laughs> as an example, yeah. but in recent memory, I think, um, and like things like that, just basically just voting with your pockets and wallets. No, dude, it's been very profitable these uh, like past two years, three years for uh, studios to go this route of like putting uh, minority faces on the screen. Like, it actually makes business sense. So they're doing it. It's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. But I wonder where the line comes from, like, where you're becoming, like, like we said, with the, uh, what was it, Hustlers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where it becomes kind of like black exploitation. Mm. Yeah. Where you're not really just, like, helping, not, not even, like, helping, like, representing minorities in a way that's respectful versus, like... You're slapping. Doing yeah. it. Slapping yeah. them on for the extra yeah. buck, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it yeah. just depends on the what what stories you're telling, who's writing it, who's directing it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I'm pretty sure they can do a good, sensitive job at it. But um, remember, the studios just follow the money. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, whatever, that's true. Right. So you just have to put the the good content creators uh, behind yeah. the end scenes, and then you're good to go. Who directed Dora the Explorer? <laughs> I don't want to look at this, actually. <laughs> Jonathan, you make it sound so simple. All you have to yeah. do is put good people behind the wheel. I, I, think, I think it's more complicated than that. Franklin, you talked about um, people needing to write more stories about like minority figures. Yeah, I think so. 
um, if you are, are you talking about if you are of like that minority category? Are you like only restricted to write about that like category that you're in, or are you able to talk about other people's as well and like incorporate them seamlessly? Wow, um, <laughs> I think that's such a hard question to answer because there's a, the other aspect where it's like, oh, is like a like a white person allowed to write stories about minorities? I mean, I. I don't see why not if they're gonna do a good job, but like the likelihood of them doing a good job, I guess, is low. It's um, definitely lower. It's lower, yeah. but like, it's it's hard to like quantify race with talent. Like, it's a weird thing to do, right? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like in order to combat the already like discriminatory practices, that's what you kind of have to do. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like there's increased pressure? Um, for like people of certain minority groups to like tell oh, stories yeah. of like oh, yeah. just their culture. Yes, yeah, and absolutely. I think that's completely unfair. Mm. I yeah, I think that's like completely unfair because they have stories that they want to tell. It doesn't necessarily have to be about their minor minority. And even if that were the case, like oh, every like that's that's even more racist, dude. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? mean? What do you mean? What like do you mean? like mm. you're only like there's a there's a certain pressure where like. Only minority creators, right? Yeah, ha have to make stories about their specific minority because they have to like. I guess in some way they have to like spearhead this movement or whatever. But I feel like it's even more racist to be like, "Hey, why are you making a film about a a white male when you're like a African American woman?" It's like, why aren't you spearheading your minority? Like, why are you doing that? It's oh. like, yeah, pigeonholing but, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pigeonholing okay. them. Like you, I feel like you should be able to make whatever story that you want to make. But then again, like, but then can a white person make a story about a minority if you can yes. make any story you want to make? I, yeah, I think You've so. Green Book. You're meaning like can as an ability or like should? Should, 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 should. should. Okay. should. Yeah, because can is like that's yeah, the white yeah, yeah. privilege. I meant, I meant should. I meant should. They yeah. should yeah. exercise yeah. greater yeah. caution. That's mine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that? Franklin just said, "Like, oh man, honestly, say it again." <laughs> pigeonholing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, pigeon, yeah, 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 pigeonholing minorities. Um, well, I think, and on some level, like stories, I feel like the the experience of someone of a different ethnicity, like the story, should be recorded or told, right? I, I don't know if you felt this way, but I feel like there's a certain like responsibility to record your stories right because otherwise these things get lost yeah. and you lose a lot of like important cultural heritage right yeah now does that mean that that but the thing is like you can't obviously pigeonhole someone into doing something they don't want to do right creativity mm -hmm. like in terms of creativity right like it just doesn't work that way but on the other hand like you should, yeah. Like, because if uh, you don't do it, who will? Who White will? people, yeah. <laughs> That's like, a real. Do you know what I mean? It's a real yeah. bind, yeah. And it's just a like, I guess, product of history, right? Yeah. That these stories of you know minorities have not been properly recorded. Um, yeah. So I don't, or or even erased, you know, yeah. whole heart, wholesale. Yeah. So. I don't I don't know what to say about that. Man, it's I wish I were white. Got him. Uh good deal. Yeah. Any thoughts? Problem? 
Um, pigeonhole. Uh, oh, pigeonholing. Yeah, it's a real bind. Uh, yeah. I don't. I really don't know um, how to go about this, but like, like from an individualist standpoint, you should definitely not force um, these minority creators to to go about that route of like forcing them to talk about their minority stories but is it like a moral obligation right do you feel that for yourself as a filmmaker like do do you feel an obligation to tell your story explicitly um i'll be honest with you i'm more individualist um personally but what's that um what what does that mean he, I, he doesn't feel it. I shouldn't okay. be forced to do so. Yeah. Or or do, do you mean, do I feel a moral yeah, obligation yeah. to? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, you personally. Like, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Not like you it people. depends if I... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I want to, I'll do it, right? But I, I it, it would be me wanting to do, do that. So, okay, so, like, so you don't feel an obligation to do it then? Not an obligation, no. Okay. I don't think well, so. financially. <laughs> what do you mean financially? financially? Well, we like, just talked about how it is like somewhat profitable. Oh, I oh. see. Yeah, and it's an it's easy. <laughs> are you yeah. asking him? Are you asking him if he's willing to like <laughs> use his race to make money? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a terrible bind, but I could see that happen. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, at least he's honest. Yeah, there you go. I don't think that's likely to happen, but like I could see that maybe being a social pressure. Mm. Or something so. that someone faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about what we're watching this week? <laughs> yeah, sure. You got through one question. No, that was a weighty was a, question. That was a big question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, can you uh, sing me in? Oh, is it more music? Sing me in now. And welcome back, everybody. We're talking about what we're watching this week. No, I honestly feel like when you come in like that, you're just cutting off my singing because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, and, um, yeah, okay, let's stop that. A lot of clipping. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh, my God. Johan, what are you watching this week? <clears throat> what am I watching this week? Um... Can you come back to me? I gotta think. Actually, yesterday we watched uh, what is it? Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, David oh Fincher, I'm watching that. Okay, cool. it's yeah. like very good. Oh, how yeah. is it? We watched a couple shorts. I think. Do you think it's good? I think some of them are good. I think some of them are trash. Okay. I think some of them. Most of them are medium. The one that I really liked was the uh, Good Hunting good one. Hunting. That was my oh, favorite. That one was like so it was like so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was about it was a it it's kinda like about the topic that we were just talking about. Like it's a I think it's an adaptation of like a uh like a I I wanna say a Chinese story about definitely a Chinese story. Well, I don't know if the original story was Chinese. Oh story, yeah, but, but it's yeah. culturally rooted in like some yeah, like China, Chinese yeah. Yeah. spirits. Chinese spirits, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's about kind of like um the British it starts off like in in this guy's childhood, and he's like hunting with his dad these evil spirits, and then he becomes friends with this evil spirit that his dad kills the mom of. Does that story make sense? Yeah, make sense? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and then like it's and then he grows up, and it's about the British. Um, what is the word? Imperialism. Occupation. Occupation. Yeah. Imperialism. Yeah. yeah. Imperialism yeah. in Hong Kong, and kind of like yeah, and kind of like what that has an effect on. This kind of 
old culture, I think. It's like industrialized now. Yeah. yeah. Very steampunk. Steampunk, yeah. Yeah. I that that's that one really stood out to me because like narratively it went so many different places and it was like very well animated too. Yeah. Uh and it's about and I and I'm wondering now, like after this talk about like who was behind the camera and like who made these decisions about yeah. um like whether or not they were Asian American or what. So yeah, I was also watching Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, that one actually did also stand out to me because the animation was just pretty fantastic. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was really well animated. Uh, the thing I like about that show is that each little short is done in a completely different animation style, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. you love that. Yeah, Spider-Man, I can tell. Yeah, no, I'm a big animation guy. So like, the fact that you get to see all these different styles and just it, and how they suit the stories, each yeah. of the stories in different ways is like really, really interesting. And that one also stood out to me because it was so, it was almost too much. Like the world was too rich, you know? The story oh, was too yeah. quick. Like I wish they'd, you know, it broke it up into like four seasons or something. Yeah, that would have been yeah. really cool. But yeah, the message and everything was really, really interesting. So you yeah. think it could have been a movie? I think it could have been a great sh like series, like TV series. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I think it would be great. No, yeah. absolutely. It seemed like like a like a kind of like a tiny pilot. You know what I mean? I guess yeah. it so. continues like into. Have you seen it? No, I have not. But I know what you mean when you're talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what pilots um, are. That's basically what I <laughs> said. Yeah, too. <laughs> Thanks for your input, Nick. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what are you watching this week? <laughs> oh, well, I really haven't had that much time to do anything. But um, spring break is coming up. every week. Every time like no, every time we ask, you're like, oh, you're so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched I don't know, this week. I oh, don't yeah. know how much Yeah, exactly. That one one movie and that's it, right? One movie a week. Right? I mean I'm already occupied by one movie a week, but yeah. but like uh I don't I really don't know how you guys get the time to do this. This podcast? No, no, like watch other things. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but Johan's like, no, like, wait, how do you, how do you have the time to do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do I have time to do this? <laughs> honestly, you're going to fishbowl after yeah. this. Hey, hey. Okay. it's Sorry. fine. Don't worry about it. Um, what? <laughs> it's like an aquarium. It's aquarium. Local aquarium. Local aquarium. I'm gonna watch some fishes. Like Nine a.m. No, but like 9 p.m. Now you're good. It's funny. <laughs> but like spring break is coming up. Oh yeah, so that will be a week of. Fun. What are you What are you excited days? to watch? I guess I'll watch. Was it Us? Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. In, in theaters. Um, I will not get to see what the yeah. hype is if, about. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to see it and then talk about it? <gasps> I, I can we hold hands? Though. You, you need to watch it. Yeah. With some, oh like. yeah. Oh, because you're scared. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I, don't I forgot know. about that. The windows will be closed in the theater. How will he escape? <laughs> He's just gonna be looking at the exit sign the whole time while scary's just going on. Like <laughs> You're not gonna go see it with your. Do you not see any scary movies with your? She girlfriend? hates scary movies. She hates scary. So it's movies. just like I can't even protect her. Yeah. That whole like classic boyfriend yeah, protective yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. No, you're just out the window first. Yeah. And you shut it behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you shut it? I took that shit. I trip first. She's like, save me. I'm like, no, I'll eat you first. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on the list, John? Oh, no. oh, honestly, not really. Okay. Yeah. 
Just us. Just us. Dude, us. watch it every day, just whole week. Tell me what you think uh, after that. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, this week I have a continued update on what I was watching two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished Real Bros of Simi Valley, finally. Hey, nice. Yeah, uh, that's been fun. You never heard of Real Bros no, of Simi Valley? No, I've never Valley? heard of it. Yo, you? you would love Real Bros of Simi Valley. Would I? Oh, it's incredible. It's on Facebook Watch, but you got to watch the first season on YouTube first. Okay. You know Jimmy Tatro and like Christian Pierce, those guys, the Vine guys? Yes, yes, like, yes. Yeah, it's like him, like Nicoletti, oh, uh, and Cody okay. Co. They're like all in one oh. thing, and they basically make like a spoof of reality shows <laughs> uh, called like Real Bros of Simi Valley, and they just like make fun of the whole genre of reality TV. Damn. While also making fun of bros from California. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but it's incredible. Yeah. Really high production value on the second season. They get like 100000 from Facebook yeah. Watch to make it. Hey, wow. good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll but check yeah, it out. It's great. I feel like JoJo's on Netflix. Oh yeah, but it's only like the first two seasons. Yeah, which is kind of lame. Season three is the best, the best yeah. in my opinion. Well, season four is really good, but I like yeah. season three. I feel like I would like season four, but it's still like halfway through season three. To power oh really? Three. Oh yeah. <laughs> now take your time in season three. All right. I love it. Okay. Event I attend this week: Bangra. Okay. How Bangra? Yeah. Oh yeah. Saw my uh, our special guest perform. Yes, he's I incredible. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. That was pretty cool, dude. You were incredible with the pictures, honestly. <laughs> they were really my good. My team yeah. was thank you. ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I'm really pumped. Well, it was a special event. Like you want to like capture it yeah, really well, absolutely. you know. Especially when you have so many seniors. I was like, yeah, exactly. Imagine yeah, if like yeah, this yeah, was yeah. the last event you remembered. Yeah, just yeah. crappy and, like, iPhone. All this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> From your parents. I mean, I feel like they would have like more authentic. Like it has. An authenticity to it. You like the aesthetics of parent picks? Is what you're saying? No, like it's like you can if they're recording, you can hear your parents cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, those and this really one dope. you just see like yeah. Nick's Nick's finger in the lens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Cameo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also watched. Oh, actually, anything else you guys have been watching? I was gonna talk about us, but I think we're gonna save it probably. I finished Mindhunter recently for Ooh, season. Mindhunter's My good. God, it was good. Really? It was very good, yeah. yeah. It's a little dark, so you kinda have to watch it. I mean David Fincher fanboy? <laughs> <laughs> Be gone with you. No, but I am too. I love David Fincher. Yeah. No, it was so interesting. And just all the the characters are so fleshed out. They're like real people, man. Like yeah. then yeah. Honestly, the the serial killers are oh acted God. perfectly yeah, they are. to a T. Yeah. And like, you know, you saw the comparison video or whatever that's been floating around of yeah. the actual serial killer, like Ed Kemper yeah, actual yeah. interview versus like what he's in Mindhunter. And Mindhunter ones honestly seems more real to me. <laughs> <laughs> like he yeah. just such a good job and all the themes they explored and everything. Just a really good series. I'm really pumped for season two. Season two yeah. Really Manson's gonna be in it. Oh geez, that's yeah. oh a God. big one. Yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, a lot of Manson stuff. Yeah, a lot of Manson yeah. stuff. Interesting. Wild. Yeah. Who's the Who's the serial killer we were all obsessed with this summer? Not we, but like. Oh, Jennifer Ted Bundy. Bob, Ted Bundy. The Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah. yeah. Or rehashing a new white wow. guy every year. Yeah. yeah Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer soon. No, it was Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, because he was like handsome. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's, so weird. That's what people say. He was like a. Good looking, yeah. like uh, cheerful guy. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, hey, come over. We'll like hang out. And he fucking kills you. you know? <laughs> Bundy. Yeah. 
Come over, we'll do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2019 Ted Bundy. <laughs> it's three he goes to put yeah. the headphones on you and then like chokes you with, the <laughs> with an XLR cord. He hits you on the head with a mic. Is it a closed hand slap or an open hand? <laughs> Always an open hand. Are you oh. kidding me? You would never close hands. Slap. Yeah, of course. He respects women. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I saw Do the Right Thing this week. Oh yeah, first time. Oh, it was oh. incredible. Wow, I actually haven't seen it. Do the really? Right Thing. Yeah. I know they showed By it Spike in Global Lee. Cinema, but I was there. there. I was there. Wow. OG <laughs> Spike Lee film. Mm. It was in Global Cinema. Yeah, yeah that's why I watched One it. There's only yeah. a few wow. good things. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dude, no, Old Boy was really good. <laughs> what the Old Boy remake? It was so good. Je- Jeff Bro, Josh Brolin, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I aspire to have Jeff Bridges here. <laughs> Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, then I'm thinking of Josh Brolin. The one with less good hair. <laughs> Josh Brolin. <laughs> have you seen the original Old Boy? No, I'm not. Oh, it's so good. I need to see it. I need to watch it as well. Isn't that what The Departed's based off? No. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. The Departed is not based off of Old Boy. Mm, no. The Departed is based off of another Hong Kong film. Shit. Old boy, you know what's based off of old boy? Spike Lee's old boy. <laughs> he did a remake. It's such garbage. Really? Yeah. My real thoughts on Spike Lee's old boy? Bad. Bad Spike Lee. Bad. <laughs> was it with Black Caster? No. It was with Josh Brolin as like an Asian dude. So like, yeah, it's South Korean film, right? Everyone's Asian and whatever because it's South Korean. Yeah. But like they, I don't know if they reset it in America. I Maybe, maybe not. But like J- Josh Brolin plays the title character. And he's just like, the movie's just stupid. It's like so Americanized. It's like so cookie cutter and like completely wipes away any of the nuance from the original South Korean film. It's just sad. It's just garbage film. Mm, it just makes you want to watch the original one more. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, this episode sponsored yeah. by the original <laughs> old boy. Yeah, I win. <laughs> that film's like actually really good. Okay, maybe we can throw that on the list. Sure. Actually, no, new old boy. Because <laughs> that's more <laughs> our brand. Yeah, that's more our brand. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. We're so, gonna sign off here. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Well, like, we're gonna rate it. What? We're gonna rate it. Rate what? Oh yeah, we gotta rate. It. Yeah. Oh, we gotta rate Akira. You gotta rate Akira. Dude, oh, we gosh. haven't like talked about Akira in like at all. Yeah. We barely, yeah. Like barely touched on it, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what is weird about Akira? Let's bring it back to Akira for one second. Okay. They're like, that movie loves the military. It's super weird how much they like in like love that military dude, the colonel, because mm-hmm. he was just like, because there was that scene where he was about to get arrested, right, on the helicopter pad, and he was like, no, shoot, shoot him. And the guy shoots him, and then he's like, and then it's fine. And then he's like, yeah, just arrest everyone in the council. I'm in charge now. Do you remember this? Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. like, and then he doesn't get any punishment. He just, like, comes out okay. Oh, well, he had a coup. It's a coup, right? No, he did a coup, but I'm saying in terms of, like, in the movie, he does, he, like, almost gets killed by Tetsuo a couple times, but he's always saved. So the movie's kind of message is, like, it's okay to be militarily strong or militant and it you was know like I mean? good to do the coup yeah and it paints all these politicians as corrupt like and bureaucratic and like arguing with each other and even the one that was like helping ryu 
the the rebels or whatever. Yeah. He was like painted as like this greedy fuck who like dies choking on his own hard pills. You know what I mean? Like that's what happened to him. Yeah. yeah. And and then like this military guy who's like the only one who ends up being like in the people's favor. Yeah, the only one who's really, sane basically yeah, by and the that's end. So yeah. interesting that like a film like that that's based off of like a historic military, you know, uh so fallout is so pro military government. I don't uh, know if it's pro military, but Well, I mean that's like how I read it be- just because some of some vibes like, of pro military. <clears throat> yeah. More. Yeah. yeah. Not Maybe like but thing. like the whole military like I guess the military and the police are just committing like all kinds of brutality against the citizens, right? The entire movie. Yeah. Right? Like the whole movie's like under scar like undertones of yeah. just just people getting brutalized yeah. by like policemen. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But at the same time, it seems like he kind of forgives it because he lives in the end. Well, he like dies. The guy who was, you know, the colonel? The colonel died. I mean, he's swallowed by Tetsuo. Right? No, he's not. He's saved multiple times. As does in, he like, live at just the end? Be- yes, he, yes, he does. Just before the explosion, the girl teleports him into a tunnel and she's like, yo, go in that tunnel. You'll be okay. He's oh, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then he just lives. It's, I don't know. I think the movie just kind of forgives all of it in a weird way. Because he doesn't have any comeuppance for like anything he's done. I don't know. Maybe that's that's, that's it. I never that's all I had that. to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, that's that's read the movie. Huh? Are we gonna read it? Oh yeah, no, we gotta read it. Shit. Yeah, let's read yeah. it. All right, let's read it. All right. <clears throat> uh, um, we're gonna go three, two, one, and we'll just say a number out of ten. Right. You down, dog? Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one, seven. nine. <laughs> wow. What did you say, Jonathan? I said eight. Wow. Oh, okay. Average score of like an 8.2. 8. 8. Yeah. 8.2. Hey, that was some quick maths, dude. I don't know. It's probably yeah, off. Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> it's like average score of like a six. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Never mind. Why, why nine? Why nine? It's high. So iconic. High. It's iconic. Okay. It's revolutionary. It's. I mean, just look at the just look at the movie, man. Just just watch the movie, man. <laughs> I did watch it. I watched it twice. I gave it a seven. I can't believe. I guess I, I have to analyze like the context it was released in as mm, well, and maybe. like like the golden age of animation and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that whole thing. That's kind of sick to me, at least. And it's like, it's weirdly, it kind of plays on like iconography from other anime. At least of what mm-hmm. I know, but it also does it in a completely new way. It also creates like a lot of its own like style and aesthetic, you know, how like whole bike thing. Yeah, the bike, mm. the bike, yeah. the bike slide, the just the bike in general. His, I guess yeah. I saw, like, red stuff. Different movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just how the city looks like. It's all the pipes and everything, reminiscent of like veins in a bloodstream, things like that. Mm. They're actually oh, colored yeah. blue and red, yeah. right? Like mm. actual, yeah, like all these like aesthetic things that were. I guess adapted and then reused. Uh, that for me at least gives it, you know, a high score, um, just mm-hmm. aesthetically. And then, you know, not even talking about the content, which I think brings it up to a nine for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's mine. That's my conclusion. Of a, a little confusing, so that's why I probably wouldn't give it like yeah. a nine point five or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Jonathan? Why an eight? Why an eight? Yeah. I mean, again, it's aesthetically very interesting, and you you got these themes going on, but. It's just like narratively muddled. 
That's why I gave it a seven. Oh. You're kind of <laughs> harsh on that. I don't know. Um, like, I do like the visuals a lot, but I think there's some things that it's... What did you give Midnight in Paris? A six. Was it a You're six all about that narration. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah, like, when I watch a film, I want a story. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Valid. That's yeah. that's a valid criticism, yeah. and and I'm and I, and I think I wasn't really thinking about it in terms of the uh, context of it historically, uh, or like what like what um, like the anime things, um, just like yeah. <laughs> I feel like you partially regret your rating. No, no, no. That's all it's no, he doesn't. Yeah, so it's like you peer, no peer pressure no. to like increase it. Not really. In the edit. <laughs> Not really. Okay. No. I mean, I I don't feel like it's. <laughs> no. 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 Nah. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Good deal. Yeah. All right. We're in. Outro. Thank you for coming on, Yoan. Thank yeah. you for having me. Anytime, guys. Let me yeah. know. Anytime. 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 Hmm. Oh, right. Ooh, oh, it's an opening. Kind of <laughs> meant to have him on again. So. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> it's a good pod. Let me think. Um, there was a movie that I really wanted to show you, actually, that we should watch for this. All right. Oh, but, oh Captain Alex. Captain oh, Alex? Oh, yeah. I don't know if <laughs> like it was Alex Cross, Captain Alex? Captain Alex? No, no, it's Captain no, no, Alex. It's uh, who killed it's Captain Alex. We can talk about this later. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Alex? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll oh my god! Do, do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly who you're talking. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. The budget yeah. was around two hundred dollars. All right, we're watching. It's Yo, like Ugandan. We need to do that. Yep. Yep. We're doing it. All right. All right. All right we're doing it. All right, everybody. Um, that's it for this week. Um, I'm gonna go scream in a pillow because this movie was garbage. Just kidding. Ooh. It's not. What? That's in my <laughs> script, though. That's in my script. That's because I wrote just two weeks shit. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we can change it. You can be like, oh, I'm going to go scream in my pillow because it's so good. Because it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> like like dubbed over. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week, we don't know what we're talking about. We're going to be on spring break. We're taking a quick week off. Yeah. Um, we're diving three episodes into this thing. Let's already taking time off. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, next week, we don't know what we're talking about, but we'll be back. Uh, in the meantime, thank you, Johan. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, watch some movies. Yeah, yeah. Check out Akira. Akira is good. Seven. It's pretty good. Check out Dora. <laughs> Seven's pretty good. Seven's pretty good. Dora seems interesting too. All right. Yeah. Oh, you cut me off. Yeah. No, not yet. No, no, oh, no, not no, yet. No. Oh, okay. Um, should I say like some more racist shit before? Oh my god. Oh my god.